Uh, let's welcome these ladies and gentlemen to the fourth episode of The Escape Room. Unfortunately, it's just a two of us tonight. Uh, Hugo Ward-Smith ca- ha- cannot join us this evening. He's too busy packing up all this stuff as he's trying to flee the country. Um, bit too late the, to flee the Is that the absolute you know? audacity to try and leave the country during a global pandemic? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks that he's bigger than this podcast. I don't know what. I don't know like, what's happening. Well, he thinks he's bigger than this than this country. Obviously, it's escaped to to like some countryside in France as well. Mm. No, it's a uh, yeah, it's the countryside. You can get that shit anywhere. Yeah, it's, well, you can't. I wouldn't exactly say in like it's very frequent in Pakistan. No, but you know, you know, but hey ho. Yeah. Who need who needs a countryside when you got Matlock, you know? That's that's somewhere where I was at this weekend. You know, I think one of yeah. the the first thing I think we wanted to talk about tonight was uh was some outdoor trips that we've been going on. You know, lockdown seizing, Boris is given not the all nowhere near the all clear, but at least the okay to go and pop off to 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 actually visit outside, you know, your unlimited exercise and whatnot. He's given something. I'm not sure whether it's an all clear or <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it was, he made a right hash of it. But yeah. the way I interpret the rules now is you can go out and do some stuff with a very limited group of people. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, for me, has done my mental state a world of good. Oh, 100% me as well. Um, on like all this like going out and the lockdown, issues, I know the, like, the press and everything is like hounding him about being, you know, not being... Uh, not easing the restrictions too like too quick, uh, not quick enough, and being very delayed and everything with that. But and like not easing them enough as well. But it, I think it's the same sort of approach as he did with actually implementing the lockdown. You know, we put the lockdown in quite late, and but it increased the apathy for it very early on. Now yeah. we're at a point where people are breaking restrictions. People are breaking the restrictions now. I saw it when I, I was at Wollaston Hall yesterday with like. Uh, on Sunday with some uh, with some friends, you know, we were socially distant, just went for a catch up. But you could see so many groups just weren't. But you got to think if if people are break if people are going to realistically break restrictions anyway, you set the bar higher than what you anticipate should be the right level. So that when people break the restrictions, they actually break them to the it's actually like not to, a as much of an impact on the general. Plan. Yeah, you know, because the issue is people will break the restrictions and then moan that the plan isn't on track. Mm-hmm. and then they'll forget about have you seen the uh the interview of the guy on brighton beach um, No. and he's getting interviewed about the lockdown and he's sat he's literally sat there with his mates having a beer on brighton beach and he says oh i think the lockdown rules should be really tight i think we should be like spain no one should be allowed outside and you're just looking at him going you're on the seafront having a beer mate you're having a fucking bum. come on if you're gonna say something like that you gotta preach to the choir you know, yeah, it's like, people are just a bit thick. Some people, pe- sort of stuff, the general public, sometimes do not make the right decisions, unfortunately. And, agreed. Boat, you know. boat face. <laughs> hey, that was well, the right boat face was the right decision. It was your it was the authorities that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, yeah. Okay, fair point. You know, um, yeah. There was a there's a a statement that I, one of my housemates uses, which is. It's fantastic and kind of floors me every time he says it, which is think how dumb the average person is. There are 50% of all people are dumber than that. <laughs> and that actually blows my head off. 
Yeah. Because that is scary. Wait, what did you say? Think about oh the average. Think how dumb the average person is. Yeah. And then there 50%, are percent. Fifty percent of the population is dumber than that. Yeah. Wow, that well, is... I'm just gonna say, Superhands has that quote from the um, from from Peep Show. You know, the episode. Oh, does he? Oh, is that where, where he got it from? No, 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 not that quote. But uh, you know, the one way it goes, people like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. You can't trust people. Oh, Obviously, right. a bit of an extre- extremity, yeah. as Superhands always is. But mm. you know. If you if you dial it down from eleven back to about five, he's probably got a point. Yeah, very true, very true. Okay. But I reckon I reckon we cap the the lockdown chat there. Given that this yeah. is the mm-hmm. escape room, and people this week more than ever need to just escape the reality of the world yeah. for a bit. Well, I uh, you know one what? of the reasons, one of the key ways of doing that is going out and doing stuff. If it's even if it's socially distant, then obviously. You know, you're one of the people following the rules, and thank mm-hmm. you very much for that because it means I can get to the pub sooner. So yeah. <laughs> so, but speaking but, of that, uh, speaking of actually escaping, I I escaped to the Peak District at the weekend. Um, okay. So me and my mates started climbing like August 2019, so last August. Um, and got really we're really into it, but obviously since lockdown's been on, we're like all climbing centres as everything has been shut. But yeah. with obviously restrictions being easing, we thought you know we've got a bit we've got a bit of spare cash lying around you know i'm not i'm not going out i'm not traveling my mates aren't in their last term of uni and like i think they actually got released from their accommodation contract so they've got a bit of spare cash lying around oh that's so, good so between us we spent 300 quid on on climbing equipment like uh two of us got pads one got a guidebook and we just and each i got into my mum's car they've each got one and we just drove out to the peaks in in our own cars parked uh yeah. planned like planned where we we're gonna meet, walked up and it's like I think we got there about eleven and it's like we were went to Crackcliffe, which is like just in Matlock. If you don't know where that, okay. that is, Sam, because you're not from the Midlands, it's in a it's a, it's like Derbyshire sort of way. Okay. It's just outside. Yeah, how the peaks. far like how many hours is that from you? Oh hour. Single hour. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it was really we can get to the peaks in an hour and it's absolutely beautiful. You know, um, we were so worried about us all weeks. It's like, kept looking at the weather and it's just like, rain, rain, thunderstorm, overcast, rain. Yeah, we like with some of our stuff. Yeah, we were so keen on going that we just thought, we'll just, we'll leave it to the day. We'll make a decision last minute. Um, weather, look, weather looked good the night before. It was like, it was a bit, you know, like sort of overcast sort of thing, but no rain. So we just thought, fuck it, we'll go out. We can at least, go, if, if it's too wet to climb, we'll we'll just go for a walk and stuff yeah went out that's a a probably it's a good little um place that even if your plans change when you get there there's probably still yeah it's yeah well it's at the end of the day you just you know you're in you're in the actual countryside you know you're in a country park it's it's you know we'll just go for a nice walk and it'd be the first time we've seen each other since february i think oh wow yeah, so because Matt's my mate's at risk, so he's not been out come see any of us. And my it's like to be honest, none of us we've not been doing anything apart from obviously gaming. I have spoken to him, but not yeah. met up with him in in like five months. So it's like we would just have we just have that. And fortunately, it's absolutely beautiful day. So nice, it was so nice. It rained like on the way back or in the evening, but it's like we, we're just like I mean, I got. 
I got caught with quite a bit of sunburn, which I didn't even expect. We had we had a cracking time. It's so much. Tell you've you what, got all your kit and stuff on. How are you getting sunburned? What do you mean, all my kit? Well, if you've got, I mean, this could potentially be a dumb question, but if you've got like loads of climbing gear on, your body's quite covered, no? Uh, not that sort of climbing. We're bouldering. So uh, it's like we have crash pads. We're going no more than like eight foot uh, where we were nine foot. So Oh, that's what you mean by pads. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So I it's thought like, you meant like... So no, we've got... Pad, knee pad type things. No, you wouldn't wear those climbing anyway. You'd wear yeah, a harness well, and a helmet. Well, that's what I thought, but I no, thought, no, no. well, I mean, I'll in... Luke talk because he's the climber. He knows what he's talking <laughs> about. And I'll ask the, no, no, no. the as stupid in... questions when he's finished talking. As in, I've got like a one meter by one meter crash pad and my mate's got a slightly bigger one. So it's like, it's it's basically if you fall, because it's unroped and it's it's probably the most dangerous climbing we might do in our life, uh, bouldering, because... You know, even if we're planning on doing like outdoor sport climbing, which is with ropes and like, and clipping right. into quick draws and stuff. But at that point, like you, the bolts are quite secured and somebody will catch you on the rope. Whereas you fall off a boulder. Yeah, on, you do it in pairs, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you fall off a boulder, miss the pad, you've broken, like you've broken bones and everything. My mate like injured his foot on like the second climb. I felt so bad for him. Um. But yeah, no, it was great. We just went out. I was just in like a in like a wife beater and shorts, and it was you know a beautiful day. Loved it. It's mm. so so much scarier though. Like tell you what, it's 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 just like the whole thing of like being out, out. Like mind you, you know, indoor climbing. You're on a, it's like a flat wall, possibly inclined. The whole surface of the floor is is like is just a massive mattress mat. And all and all your holds in like are like brightly coloured, so you see where you, where your hands and feet are going. Outdoors, yeah. you've got like a one by one meter area to aim for when you fall off. You know, it's it's That's a movable crazy. pad anyway, uneven one ground. Meter, I've just clocked that it's a one meter square. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Jesus big, is it? Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Even if you hit that dead in the middle, you're all not all of you's hitting it. Yeah, well, you got to try and land on your feet, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, um, I mean, we had two, so it's like a bit bigger. Um, and so you'd also you'd probably land on your ass and stuff. We're not, it's, well, you're not going that high, so it's it's yeah. quite easy to hit. Yeah, that's true. Um, is it is it one of those things like skiing where they teach you how to fall first and then well, we've then not, they we've, let you go and do stuff. We've not actually had any climbing lessons at all in our life. Oh, I, I I've done a I've done a belay course, which is somebody to teach me how to like do the ropes and put on that's the harness that's, correctly. Yeah, the, that's, that's the person like, that top... isn't climbing that's doing all the yeah, harness but, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a person on the ground when you're doing rope climbing. But bouldering, we yeah. just kind of went to a centre. My mate my mate Fergal from uni, he's ta- he took me once in second year, so I kind of knew a, li- a little bit. And okay. My mate's been before, so he knew, he knew some stuff. But we just kind of picked it up, said he's we knew so... what we were doing and just cracked on. It's uh, But it's to be honest, it's just like bend your knees when you fall. Spread out your surface area, that sort of thing. Yeah, I was th- yeah, I'm thinking because like when you go skiing, well, snow skiing, this is they they teach you how to kind of fall and kind of crumple up a little bit so that you don't break legs and things like that. I wondered if that was the same sort of thing. I mean, if you if you did a lesson, probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean that blows my trips out the water in terms of 
mm. extreme. I've just been going on walks and stuff with um, with my housemates and our work friends from down here um, and to the beach. So there's a, a beach about 40 minutes from us. Um, hey, to be fair, at least, you, at least you have a nice beach, like a walk away from you. My, my nearest beach is... Uh, oh, it's not a walk. It's like a... Well, oh. so we've got the beach that's a walk away from us is rocks. Which is still all right to go and sit. Yeah, still, sit down. still a body, I, still a like open body of water. That, yeah, true. For someone that, grew, well, I'm going to say near in inverted commas, near a sandy beach, the sixth best beach in Europe. I'll have you know, according Ooh. to the Guardian, as of 2019. Get that little <laughs> plug in there. Um, I every time I went to a rocky beach, I was like, oh, what am I doing here? Sandy beach is just better in every way oh they are yeah I, i've become to unless you, you know unless you're, Anna, unless you're hayden christian in star wars yeah that is true yeah although you can sit at the top of south sea beach and you have the higher ground so that's still pretty good mm. but um yeah i've come to appreciate a rocky beach because it's nice to leave the beach and not take half, half a kilo of sand with you. <laughs> yeah fair and it, it all gets pockets and stuff like that. So I'm, yeah, yeah. come to appreciate I, that. I never thought Exmouth. I didn't go to Exmouth Beach when we were there, when we were in Exeter that much. But the few times I did, it wasn't really a beach that you'd take much sand with you. Nah, you wouldn't. Although the thing about Exmouth is, it's, it's literally just a beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's yeah. nothing else there. I mean, I guess you could say the same about this place. So like the place that we go is West Wittering, mm-hmm. which heard um, of that, I think. Yeah, there's a there's a well. We park in East Wittering and then walk over it's about 20 15 20 minute walk east of nice. like all stones and then you just walk down the seafront and then you get to west which is sandy and it's massive like the beach is so deep if that makes sense like there's so much sand on it especially when the tide's out reminds me of cornwall like all the places i used to go when i was younger in cornwall. well i live a bit too far from there so mm. never really went to cornwall that much been to be it's very much a, a, a south coast holiday, like yeah. for some like for someone that grew up on the south coast. But literally anywhere along the south coast, which is weird, apart from when you get to like down sort of Kent way, and then they just go there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. pretty, pretty much every other bit yeah. of the south coast has been to Cornwall at least once. I swear. Yeah. Well, it's like this is the thing. It's like, I've been to Devon with my family when I was younger, and I think I may have been to Cornwall like a few times, but like not not often. You'd have to go for quite a while. To Plymouth. Pl- Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, when I d- for one day on the NCS trip, oh, I did go, go to. I've been to Falmouth there with. Cool. There you go. That's Cornwall. Yeah, I've been to Falmouth with. Um, with, when I did same trip, we went to Plymouth on the way back, but we only we only played only did bowling in Plymouth. Like wasn't there for long. <laughs> Um, but no, Falmouth was lovely. Well, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna go to the uni or anything like that, are you? Oh, well, uh, you, make me, you make me sick. Yeah, cool. That's <laughs> some that's somewhere I would wear a mask. <laughs> I'd wear one. I think I'd have worn the mask before. Even when there's not a pandemic on, I'd yeah. probably still wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, bless. Nah, it's uh. To be fair, we probably don't have any fans from there, so we can start it off a lot. Or we like. might be a couple that I know from home, but you know, Seth. Yeah, but have 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 they stayed in Plymouth? That's the Seth Ross to die on. Um, well, one of them's just still there, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fine. He's got a sense of humour and get over it. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, beach trips are oh, 
Fantastic. You can kick a football about and just go in the sea. The sea is actually a reasonable temperature to go in and have a little paddle as well. It's, um, it's blue on the oh, south coast, a, isn't it? Here's a conversation that I've had with a couple of people. So, and they both agreed weirdly, but I didn't. So apparently there are three ways you can go in the sea. There's a, there's a dip, a paddle and a swim. What is the difference between a dip and a paddle? I'll see if you agree with them. I'd say a dip is probably um, up to your, up to your hips, maybe. Pad, yeah. See, it feels like a paddle. You'd have to at least like be sort of like immerse your body and just like sort of float. Thank but you. Not not really move much because it's like it's, yeah, a swim is what you're doing. Wait, like, hang on. So you um, which. Uh, a dip or paddle, which of your which has a higher percentage of your body under the water? Oh, well, this is the thing I was gonna say paddle, but dip sounds like you know, yeah, it has to be. I feel for me, it's not about how much body is in your water, it's how long you're in the water for. How much body is in your water? How many beers? <laughs> no, 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 how long you how long you're in the water for. Oh, that's a no. Forget that. So, oh, well, you kind of a, you kind of a, a right criteria. Right answer, and a wrong answer. And two it sounds like I got wrong. sounds like I got the wrong answer completely. Well, I don't know. You're, I mean, you're overthinking the question. I think. Yeah. No, okay. Paddle, I'd, paddle. I'd say like eighty percent of your water, eighty percent of your body. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a wild answer. So, what I would have said well what i still do say it just the other two happens to be wrong <laughs> is that a dip is literally probably oh ankles possibly shins yeah 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 like a little walk in the water yeah exactly right and then a paddle is probably up to about sort of nipple height roughly mm-hmm that's probably a part. And then a swim oh, is like okay, a swim. So, you're fully like ducking your head under and stuff like that. Okay. So when I, uh, this is the thing I would say for me, when I said 80% of the body, like I'm thinking like, I'm sort of like, I am still like floating in the water, but in like water, which is like nipple height, but my, most of my body is in, I'm just like, kind of like floating it. If that makes sense. Uh, okay. And that's a, that's, that's like a, that's a paddle. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, but it's like a like a swim. I'm going a bit further out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, like, but I mean, it's like me personally. I will like immerse my body in water if I'm going to go in that far anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're oh, not yeah. a dipper. You're a full. You're yeah. a, at the very least a paddler, if well, not a full no, swimmer. I'm a dipper if I'm not going for a swim. Well, no, sorry. I'm a dipper if I'm not like going committing to. Oh no! Yeah, by definition, you're a swimmer if you're going for a swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of realise I messed up with that. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm only a paddler if, if I'm going for a paddle. If, yeah, if I'm going, if I'm going in the water to have fun, I'm going for a paddle. But if I'm like just going to like walk along the beach, but I kind of want to go in the water, I'll do. It. I'll go for a dip. But right, yes, agreed. Not, but it's like right. I'm not committing. But but you yes, know me, Sam. But that's the correct answer because yeah. the answer that they gave is that a paddle is ankles. No. No, no, it's not. You, you got to think. Yes, you, the you. words "doggy," the, the words "doggy paddle" uh, come to mind, Sam. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, yes, like I, I agree yeah, with you. Like, it's flapping your arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, 
I know they're wrong. We're right. This, this is why I love this podcast. It's just, just confirmation of being right on things <laughs> that I originally it's, thought I was wrong. It's just an echo chamber. Essentially, yeah, oh, it really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm but, living for it. To clarify on my point, to clarify on how I was describing my point, so like Sam, you know, you got to remember, you know me. Like, am I a person to ever go half-hearted on a? Yeah, very true. I commit to a yeah, decision? I'm, very no, similar, I'm, I'm pretty all or nothing here. So yeah, yeah. Unless, um, unless I'm like throwing a football about or like playing volleyball or something. Unless, unless there's some sort of activity where I have to stay shallow in order for it to be doable. I'm going in. Now, I'm also someone that sprints into the sea as well. Sprints into the sea? Like, you... full-on oh, pelts it in there. Question, when you're in the water, are you the type of person who slowly weans themselves out inch by inch up the body, or do you, or do you like, fully, like, sink in? When get, you say out, do with. you mean going in? Yeah, yeah so when you go into the water, do you inch your body in? Like, I'm straight in, inch, mate. Straight, straight in? in. Straight probably, in. I probably like. I probably weighed my way out into my like up to my up to my like torso, and then I take a deep breath and go under. So me and my dad used to do this thing on holiday, where we'd stand at the water's edge. Uh, one of us would boot a football into the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, like quite high in the air. When the ball touches the water, you both sprint in <laughs> after it. Doesn't matter how far it is away, how cold the water is, you're yeah, going back. in. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, like you've got to obviously there's a there's a fair bit of running you've got to do, which then turns into a kind of high knee sort of skip kind of a vibe as the water gets higher and higher. And then eventually you just the, your momentum just carries you forward and you're just you flop in anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's the best way of going in the sea. Yeah. Fact. And le- the only issue with that is if you've got a beach like West Witterin or Cornwall or Something where there's a lot of sand, and I'm talking two to three hundred meters. If you're sprinting into the ocean, you run out of puff by the time you're at the first couple of meters. So yeah, you yeah, might yeah, have yeah. to start. You start off in a sort of a slow motion Baywatch run, especially if you've got your red shorts on as well, or your red swim. And, and, and your little like uh, life caddy, you know. Yeah, exactly. Board. Um, yeah, if you got that, you got, on, you got to remember when you come out, job. you're doing a slow mo flick. You got no, you haven't got much hair to flick about, but no, but you got to give it a go. Yeah. No, you got to sort of run your hands through it, and then Daniel Craig your way out of it. If only we're, if only we were attractive enough to do that, Sam. <sighs> Mate, fake it till you make if it. We, if I we said. had the rigs, nah, yeah, well. I'll make my own Baywatch. You know. Yeah, but yeah, you start off with a slow motion run, and then by by the time you that, that first. Foot is in the ocean, full full speed ahead, mate. Full speed yeah, ahead. Yeah. yeah. But I reckon right. we've covered. I reckon we've covered covered beach trips pretty well. Well, this is meant to be outdoor trips, wasn't it? Because some of us don't have access to the easy access. That is true. Okay, beach trips slash outdoor uh, adventures. Trying to aim for a one meter square crash map. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even less people have the access to do that. It, mate, honestly, you, no, you can buy crash pads quite easily. Mine was about 110 quid. My mate's. I mean, I meant the Peak District, but sure. Oh, yeah, but hang on. Yeah, obviously. Client... <laughs> anyone can buy a crash pad. <laughs> yeah, but hang on. It's not, it's not just. It's a place you... Where you can climb up high enough to fall off onto it. That's the issue. Yeah, it's not just in the Peaks, though. There's good climbing in, like, Dartmoor. There's good climbing in Kent. 
Let's go climb in North Wales. I think there's some in South. Okay. Some bit, bit All over places Scotland. that I live near. Wait, Dom, uh, um, Kent? No. <laughs> Kent? How long is um, Kent from you? Hours? No, about, probably a couple of hours, I would have thought. Oh, actually, yeah. You're about two hours from We're Brighton, not that, aren't you? You're not that far along compared to Kent. We're probably, it's probably a couple, at, at the very least an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, it's not really that great transport that. connection. I like but Great Roads is... Uh, Along the yeah. actual south coast. Oh, I'm all. thinking the like trains yeah. down there are shocking as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, on a on a similar vein to outdoor trips, I want to put something in the bin because uh, I saw the news. I can't remember whether it was yesterday or today. No, it was yesterday or the day before. I I didn't even just to put the news in general in the bin. I just want to say you, you told yeah, you told me about this before. I didn't I didn't realize like it was actually re- like they were reopening, and I was quite fucking shocked by it. Yeah. So before I give it away, it's zoos. Now let me just give a little bit of context. Yeah. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with zoos. I like a good zoo. If there's lots of animals that are rare to that specific zoo, or they've got a lot going on quite happy to go to a zoo it's the fact that as of recording this podcast on a monday as of today zoos have reopened who the fuck has been hankering to go for a zoo to a zoo <laughs> during lockdown well i'm not hungering to go to a zoo anyway like out of everything i can do in a day trip is it as great as seeing wildlife and stuff is the zoo's not on my bucket list to see it's like there's so, there's so much more out there. It's, it's a bit awesome. Zoos are fine. Yeah. They're they, all right. They, they're fine. They, they're they, fine. Appeal to, they appeal to some people. Family day out, family days out, go for it. You know, school trips. Yeah, I think I, I went to Chester Zoo once with school. Yeah, oh, we went to Marwell Zoo on a school trip. On a school trip. Mm. But what I can't get my head around, right, is I can't, I can't go home and see my parents. I can't go... Um, and meet up with some people. I can't go out and I, I can't you go can't, and give my mates a hug. You can't date. I can, go and, I can go and pet a donkey for twenty minutes. I can stick my head o- uh, my hand over an enclosure and have a giraffe lick my hand, but I can't go and see my mates. It, uh, it baffles me. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many? Well, this is the thing. Are they going to cap the amount of people in a zoo? What are we going to do? Like, it's it's it's. Okay, it's bewildering to me. Out of all things, like there's so many things that people are actually hankering to come back. Like climbing centers. I want my climbing center back. Like, definitely. That is niche. That is niche. <laughs> I would, people, if, but it's along the same. Centers, if climbing centers is on the list. I'd be as pissed off about climbing Wait, centers. Wait, hang on. No, hang on. People go to climbing centers as frequently as they go to gyms. Like I, like I, I, I go climbing three times a week when they're open. True. Yeah, but if you it's think by, it's like quite, general it's by variant of a gym, and to a lot of people it is as well. I used, I used to see the same sort of people at the same centres, and it's especially when you, especially in like London and stuff. Um, it, it's really really popular because there's, there's a mass. You know, how many sports out there are there that you can turn up whenever you like? You you can go by yourself or with people. It's not. It's quite a low barrier to entry, but also a lot to also a lot to gain from. And it's like and darts. Yeah. Okay. And there's also very good physical fitness. 
Oh, you had to, put that <laughs> I had to add that one in. There's oh. a massive, there's a massive community out there who don't like the gym, and I'm big. I'm one of them, and it's it's a good alter. Yeah, I might be one of them to be honest. Yeah, but gym's fucking awful. I kind of just forced myself to go, but like the 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 issue with it is, and I'm reading the reading a book called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. At the I've seen that. Yeah, and I always thought, yeah. I always kind of thought when I saw someone reading it on the train, it's like. It, it's like you're playing it just just don't care you know oh it's very good like it's it, give me give me a synopsis um so i'm about i'm just below halfway i think i've read five out of the 12 chapters uh and it's basically tips on how to improve your mindset on certain things so it's not it's not coming at the kind of self-help uh, angle okay. of mm-hmm. this is how you, this is what you do to make your life better it kind of goes along the lines of some bits of, of your life are going to be shit here's how you filter the here's how you keep the shit bits that you don't think are that shit and here's how to cut everything else out so it's not jordan peterson 12 rules of 12 rules for life then uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. So I don't want to say yes or no. It, it, Jordan Peterson's like a very controversial figure that Joe Rogan's had on his podcast a number of times. Um, and he has a book which my mates read and said it's basically a self-help book. Right. But it's like advertised as like kind of like a philosophical thing. I see. No, it yeah, sounds... It's a, good, it's a good read. I'd recommend it. Um, mm. A couple of people down here have recommended it to me. I've recommended it to a couple of people, even though I haven't finished it yet, because mm. I think it's very good. And thing is, someone that thinks a lot about stuff and overthinks about a lot of stuff, it's quite helpful. Yeah, I I do tend to overthink stuff, but that's when I have time as mm. issue. But obviously, like different strokes, different folks in it. Like, yeah, so I to be honest, I wish I. I'm I'm terrible at reading. I'm very slow. I lose interest very quickly. Um, but very, yeah, it takes the same with me actually. It takes I, a lot for a book to properly grip me. Um, it's the men, men, yeah, it's the momentum. That, yeah, that I find is. Um, I think the f- two books I've read the quickest were was one was The Martian. Oh know, yeah, my husband's yeah. reading that at the moment. I, I read it's insane. I read it before I watched the film fucking incredible book I, I really? you know some people reviewed it quite badly and it's in the fact of like because it's because it's like majority of it is based on his on like the main character's log entries so it's like a reading a diary but Interesting. it was okay. quite but i thought that was quite cool um the second one uh was chasing the scream which is about like history of the drug war and addiction which honestly worth a massive read it, you open your eyes Matt, like to it it's uh, he's not a scientist but and he the guy who wrote it actually went in with trying to write a book which was very anti-drugs and anti and like pro-drug war but there's there's quite there's quite a lot that they, they found out about addiction in terms of especially when you look at models that switzerland and portugal have taken you know, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying legal. That of just legalizing everything. No, well, they no, they decriminalized it, and they so basically, instead of it's more a fact of how can we help the addicts. Obviously, I'm not advocating people going out right. like legalizing everything and just like being free reign for everyone. No, that's obviously stupid. Like, like quite quite silly. Yeah. But in terms of it's it's you need to get helped 
give the right people the right help. And the reason why a lot of people default back to drugs, especially when we come out of prison or when we're on the streets homeless, is because they're disconnected from society and it's like a quick release for happiness. But it's right. like a spiral downwards. Yeah. Where, you know, places like there was like one account of um, somebody in Switzerland. And he is like somebody who used to like pick like uh, pickpocket people, um, you know, rob houses, ever uh, just donating the money so he could so he could afford drugs. As soon as he got them for free and was in the clinic, he'd go in, have his daily dose, come out, and it's like, what do I do now? Because he used to spend his whole day trying to trying to earn the money for drugs. Now, he, now he now he just walks in and gets them. Now he so gets the drugs for free, yeah. Now, and so he just goes, you know, for I'll go get a job, you know, and earn some yeah. money, and then. Because of that, society reaccepted him, and he and he so he brought himself off because he felt he didn't need to do them anymore because he was he had a life. Back. Yeah, and I guess as well, if you've got um, a kind of third party administering mm. doses and things like that, you can slowly decrease the dosage of yeah, well, whatever he, he's taking, so that eventually you'll come in and just be like, well, I mean, I'm giving you such a small dose, you don't even need it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's it's not it's not just that. You've also got to think it's it's medical grade, so it's really clean. It's not yeah, it's not it's, cut it's, with anything horrific. It's not going to fuck with your body anymore. You know you exactly what you know exactly how much you're taking. So there's no risk of ODing because obviously they won't give you a dose which you could OD on. Yeah. Um. True. So it's all about like finding ways to actually help people, and it's like it's the same with like people in incarceration, like locking them up and throwing away the key just does not work. No, not yes. If they're gonna come, if it, if the end get, if the end goal is them to come out and rejoin society, it does not work, unfortunately. Um, but this is taking a massive spiral away from. Yeah, I was just about to say. Do you remember when we were talking about the beach in like yeah. what feels like about nineteen ninety five? Early, I think it was the same about the same time. Um, uh, what's this called? Reagan said Gorbachev tear down this wall. <laughs> oh dear there'll be people that i work with that will make a joke about me and being alive for that <laughs> apparently i'm old even though i'm not but there we are yeah. um so yeah me. long story short zoos are in the bin <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where we were <laughs> yeah. oh crikey it does it, zoos are in the bin not the concept of zoos i'm perfectly fine with that it's Just a the fact, fact that they're open they 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 other things yeah. human yeah, we. I don't even know how we got on about books. <laughs> it's no. like such a weird, weird turn um, of events. Oh, start up, not giving a fuck. That's why. Uh, yeah, but I mean, so. then we went down drug war, addiction, Portugal, yeah. etc. Switzerland. Honestly, Fantastic. this podcast is crossing one bridge at a time. I love it. Oh, mate. So, if anyone is actually able to keep track, just yeah, draw us a mind map. Send it in to us. We've got some fairly loyal people watching or oh, listening. Sorry, so that's that's yeah. great to see. Uh, and we appreciate all of your uh, we appreciate all of your positive feedback yeah. and um, and your listens more importantly as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, thanks for that. Um, what I'm going to move on to now, I think, is another kind of now that things are reopening, a lot more people are doing um, decorating and kind of rejigging their homes a bit, um, and it's certainly something that I ha- am looking at because I. We're going to move house soon, as in me and the boys that I live with. How long have you got left? Uh, About two months. And now we're thinking of um, kind of getting um, stuff for our rooms kind of long term. Because I've been used to kind of 
getting a uni room, not really doing a lot with it because I know I'm going to be out by the end of the year and going somewhere else. So I don't want to accumulate loads of shit so that I would then be a massive pain in the ass for me to move out. Um, so I'm kind of thinking, what, what can I get from a room? I've got a few little uh, bits of art on the wall. Uh, one thing I do need to get is a mirror because no, I need I have one. a mirror in my room and that's an issue or will be an issue. Um, get you need to get you need to take investment and get a full freestanding one. I think. Oh yeah, agreed. Like I need a full length one, definitely. Mm. I mean, you're gonna need two for your height. Um. Yeah. True. Maybe. I don't know. I can get some multi mirror set up on there. Who knows? But um, and we regular we well not regularly, but we send each other like artwork and stuff from time to time of stuff that we might like on our walls. And it's never been something that I've really looked into until probably the last sort of six months. And it'd be interesting to just get some stuff and just hang it up and just light my room up a bit and just make it a bit cool mm. and a bit more like a home rather than like a house. Yeah, I know what you mean. I actually really got, I was like nearly there with that flat I had in London. And it was, for those that don't know, I've paid about four grand currently um for a house i lived in for two weeks moved in two weeks before lockdown started moved out back to my parents are they still charging full rent for that yeah yeah well we've we've cut we've uh we've we've went in for the early termination and we and we've waived so originally as i would have to pay like 160 quid to to relist the property thankfully the landlords waived that so uh we're just waiting on somebody to like basically take it over. We're liable to pay the rent until until either our contract ends or somebody else moves in. So earlier the better, and I can save a bit more moolah. But yeah. I have I've done some remodeling since coming back because it's like my mom like kind of a lot of my rooms have been kind of good because um, mom kind of likes stuff being clear. But I like having yeah. stuff on the walls and having things in because I think it adds character. Agreed. Um, yeah, so I've I've put up some pieces of wall art. I've got Aries' albums, um, "Welcome Home." So obviously that it's not it's a nice title when you know what it is, but it's uh it's also just a nice it's just like nice little picture. Got some. It's gonna sound silly, but I'm gonna give it, gonna give it a little Google for uh, firstly my benefit and also the benefit of the listeners. So it is it is a solid album, by good, the way. Uh, if you don't if you haven't listened to Aries, stick him on. Piece yeah. Okay, so we've got. Um, a guy in what looks like a balaclava and a hoodie against a what's almost a skyline, but then cuts off half, like about two thirds of the way. Yeah. In so, the back. It's the, so the guy is like behind, like a, is a, is a silhouette with. I want to say balaclava and a hoodie. It looks, it looks like a jump. It looks like a jumper in a beanie. One that I'm looking at, then. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a jumper in a beanie, and he's got like a white background, and it's like so. Yeah, sort of like a, like a watery sunset sort of picture. It's just, it's just kind of like vibey, in my opinion. Yeah, one. it does look cool, and the contrast of the black yeah. person on the light background is nice as well. Put yeah. Anyway, okay. put some fairy lights up. Put some. Oh yeah, some classic. Like, uh, some fresher girl. Classic first year um, girls' yeah. halls room, is it? But uh, I, I you've, got a, it all, you've got it all around your headboard and all that as well. 
No, 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 I don't have a headboard. No, I don't have a mirror in my room. No. Oh, you haven't got a mirror either. Oh, no, you need no, to no, it needs, it needs to invest in one. Um, if there's a two for one mirror deal on, then yeah, I'll, I'll walk down and pick it up. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna oh actually, no. If I need two, if I need two mirrors, then I'm having both of those in a two for one. So. <laughs> well, okay, three for two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah. There's about six furniture shops down my road. I'm sure one of them's got a mirror. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah. I've, what? So are you going to add to your kind of wall art stuff with other albums? Or I'm thinking so over time. But I've got loads of random shit. I think just kind of random shit. At the minute, I've also got a, a, a big lime and two small lemons. It sounds weird, but it looks quite nice. It's like they're kind of like um, watercolor sketched. Uh, Is it a bit like the Stone Roses lemon? No, let me have a look. Don't think so. Uh, there's a I can't I don't know whether it's the actual kind of official logo of the Stone Roses or whether it's one. No, of the no, 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 no. So it's like half a lemon and a slice. Okay. Um, it, it it's just like it's just bits up on the wall, and then like a sort of like. Like quite an artsy. I think those, they would look better in a kitchen, no? Because hey, delayed. it's my room. It works. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, no, the, the big feature is I've got like I took a bed sheet and nailed it into the, and nailed it into the ceiling. This <laughs> is literally what it is. So it's what like all four fuck? corners of that's, the bed sheet. That's a, that's a big feature. Yeah, yeah. The bed sheet on the ceiling. Are you yeah, drunk? yeah, yeah. It's like it's. Just, it sort of like adds a bit of colour in my room, sort of brings what? it down a bit. What? Yeah. Well, it's a bed sheet on the ceiling, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It's a, it's a bastard to put up because I, because it's just like it, it basically yeah, kept it keeps falling down. The nails. So it shouldn't be on the piss and ceiling. It's, it's nailed to the wall, you you muppet. Because I'm not renting this place; it's my parents' house. I just I got some hammer and nails. Oh yeah, yeah. Just smash up the ceiling in your parents' house. <laughs> no worries. I can always get some filler. <laughs> Outrageous. Actually, to be uh, to be fair, I, I can't really. I, talk mean, about I can't. It, I can't lose my deposit. I've not paid. <laughs> can That's I? True. Yeah, I put I, I put a dartboard in on the back of my door um, when I was at home, and this was back when I was still very shit at darts. Oh, um, so there were about four or five dart holes in the back of my door and my mum went mental yeah well, absolute radio radio rental mm. but, do, you, um, yeah. do you know how much bean bags are um the uh the big ones like no, the like sofa a, looking no, ones no no it's in just like a decent bean bag um given the fact that you've asked the question probably more than i think they are so I'm like, I'm talking like decent, I'm gonna go decent with, quality, I'm fits gonna an adult. I'm going to guess £90. You're close. It's about 100 Jesus Christ. That's And that's also for, like for the basic small ones. I mean, yeah, you could go on Amazon and get probably pick one up for like 30 40 quid. But yeah, or like Gumtree gum not... or Facebook Marketplace or something like that. Oh, I suppose you've got to like clean it and disinfect it. Yeah, exactly. Like I guess you could, I guess you could like tape the cover off and stick it in the washing machine. Yeah, I was going to say you could like. Well, I haven't, I, if the, I'm honest, I haven't could, looked. Like, put all the polystyrene balls in a box and then wash the cover and then chuck well, it back in. But that is well, a no, massive. Yeah, thing. exactly. It's a massive faff and all. I don't want to do that. Um, I mean, I might. I'll have a look into, but it's still not going to be cheap. But it's you know, but it's like I looked at it. And I was like, I don't want to spend that much money. So I just kind of went up into the loft. I got another do. Especially uh, when you can buy like a chair for. 
surely you can buy a chair for less than that. And it's probably oh, yeah, easily yeah. maybe. But I mean, this is something I wanted like for my room to sort of chill out, chill out and mong in, you know, yeah, sometimes true. and just like stick in front of telly. So um, for some reason, we've got loads of pillows and stuff in the loft. So oh, right. to the bed, to the bed sheet I've got hanging up on the wall, I got the match, I got the, uh, I got the accompanying duvet cover and stuffed it full of about 50, I don't know how many pillows there were, but my mum seems to like get, like buys pillows when we're on sale and like, we can get some new ones when I go to uni. So but I always bring them back, bring them back every time I've been to a new house or something. And yeah, it's like yeah. any replacement, any pillows that we've changed, we've stuck in the loft and stuff. So I kind of just like stuff this. And it's like, it's huge. So you've got like a a quilt full of pillows. Yeah. That you kind of sit on. Yeah. That's okay. It's, it's actually pretty comfy. That's uh, like a, it would also probably be all right for if you had someone round and you didn't have an airbed or like if you ran out of airbeds, you could just get them to sleep on that. Yeah, we do have an airbed though, so... Yeah, or but use how many that, people use are that as the, the warmest duvet ever. True, true. How warm would that be? Oh. Yeah, but it's like, especially in summer, it's damn. That's too warm. I'm not thinking. To, yeah, but imagine, imagine it's like it. minus five outside. Imagine burritoing yourself in there. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but you got to think that it's pillows. It's not one. It's not one piece of material which which moves around it's gonna like Arguably dislodge because you can mold you can mold it around your shit this is now this is a bit of a stretch in terms of similes but bear with me here. um you know when you need an ice pack on like your knee or your ankle or something like oh, that yeah, you, don't, you, yeah. you don't use an ice pack you use frozen peas so you okay. because you can yeah, mold yeah. it in the shape that you want yeah but arguably it's so the the duvet cover isn't actually that full with it's about half so i've had to like sort of uh, stuff the bottom half so it's a bit of tense so it's got a bit of like tension and hold and then like almost fold it in like so um so okay so that these materials gone whereas a bag of frozen peas is pretty like two-thirds full it's like a bean bag in it yeah that is, that is true yeah you know a frozen bag of frozen peas is just a small just, bean bag. Just get a duvet. Just get a duvet <laughs> yeah. and just fill it with frozen peas. Like that. Yeah. And you know what? That's probably cheaper than a bean bag but as well. I'll probably I'm gonna tell you this, Sam. I better be quite cold. True. Well it's not gonna, it's after, not gonna be a warm after, duvet, is it? After the peas are defrosted, you're probably fine. Well no, you're probably gonna be sodden then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> all, that, all that water. How cheap? How cheap are the polystyrene balls? Surely the polystyrene balls are pretty cheap. Yeah, they're like. To be fair, they are. They like. I think it's like. I think you can get like. I was looking on Amazon and it's like a big bag's like twenty quid. But what you got to remember is, you got to have like a, a cover to put those in, and a duvet sheet is not good enough. True. Because it's got. Because like, you only have you only like you only have buttons or those like. Spend hundred quid on a new one though. Yeah, unless the the only alternative was oh, I guess I could get a sewing machine and and basically sew it from uh, so and so on. But then you got to think, why am I buying a forty pound sewing machine and the ball? I might as well just buy the bean bag. Yeah, exactly. And all the faff of doing it yourself. As yeah, well. exactly. You know, oh, I probably I, I wouldn't do a good good job because I've never I haven't sewed since like year eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. I, I think mine's even le- le- uh, earlier than that. I think year six was the last time I did some sewing. Really? We didn't do any sewing back then. Oh, I mean, I've sewed like holes in like jeans and stuff and trousers, 
but but I haven't sewed like actual like a pillow. I've not made anything. I haven't done that. That's what that's what nans are for. I've patched things up. Why would you? What? Why would I do it when I know I'm probably going to make do a crap job of it? When I can give it to someone that's going to do it way better. Well, in in fairness, I'm actually decent at it. Yeah. Okay. Or at least, at least. Yeah, you wouldn't trust me with any sewing. No, no, no. But I mean, I I can at least do. I I mean, I can sew like a button on or sew a hole up, and it and it looks good. You know, it doesn't yeah. look it doesn't look it doesn't look crap and out of place. Fair play. Not, I can not, not I can sew. Job, but, but does, I can sew my badges onto my. Uh, scout shirt and that's about it <laughs> big up the scouts shout yeah. out to any scouts that watch they're not they're not listening no they're not watching. they're too pure hearted for this Sam yeah true now, their eyes would be open if they were yeah. or their, uh, their, their third ear would be open if they were to listen to this mm. um okay so we've covered home decor a little bit basically takeaway is <laughs> don't being bad too expensive <laughs> expensive. Don't nail a bed sheet into your ceiling in case you, unless you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, and Sam's looking to to find permanent furniture. And I'm looking for a mirror. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna. F- I reckon we draw this a l- to a little bit of a close. What I've got for you is some positive news stories from this week. Okay, John. The news. John, should we rate them on a scale from like? least positive to um well there's just kind of a list so i it's not really um and there's a lovely lovely wholesome one to finish on yeah but i mean I, I can i'll still want to rate them i'll give them okay ratings as well um okay oh is and you're gonna rate them from yeah. least positive. right okay cool yeah okay so that we'll we'll start with the fairly the, the heaviest one first i'll say which is that uh, U.S. lawmakers propose legislation to reform police. Oh, I think I saw this one. I saw one about that in L.A. There, um, I, I saw a tweet. But like, apparently, is it to do with, like, one of them, I think it was, like, San Francisco police are going to be training people to respond to non-criminal calls, <laughs> which to me sounds common sense. Uh, I'm not sure. It doesn't say, I'll be honest. But uh, apparently there is a Justice in Policing Act 2020 that uh, will hopefully uh, reform the police, which is, I assume what they mean by sweeping legislation is that it will be across all states. I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. Well, Uh, the American system's so messed up, it could be, who knows. Just the fact that sweeping is in there means that it, it, at the very least, is going to sweep a little bit of the U.S., You'd, you'd hope it's federal at least. Yeah. Well, yes, you would. You would mm. hope so. Um, well, then we've got. Awesome, um, so we got that one, which is all right. What would you What would you rate that one out of ten so I'll, far? I'll Actually, I'd say I'd say it's an, I'd say it's like an enjoyable apple. Okay. So I've been like enjoyable apple. You You're glad you've been into it because it's it, it seems quite good. It's not you know it's never it's not, maybe not the first thing you you reach for, but you're also when you've had it, you're glad you're glad you did. Also, if you've got, if it's the first bite of an apple, it means it's got potential that the rest of the apple could be really good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ties in beautifully, if I do well, say th- so. Well, thanks for elaborating on metaphor, Sam. Exactly. No worries, mate. So then we've got... Not all heroes um, wear capes. Black, Brit- Black British authors top the UK book charts for the first time. 
so we've got uh, Bernadine Everisto and Rennie Edo Lodge have become the first black British women to top the UK's fiction and non-fiction paperback charts. Uh, with uh, Girl, Woman, Other, which is uh, by Bernadine Everisto. And uh, Why I'm No... Ah, oh, yes, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Uh, my housemate has just ordered that, and it arrived last week. So Just ordered nice, it around, okay. That's a nice little uh, nice little nugget. So it's he was one of the contributors to, to it, top in the paperback non-fiction chart. So shout out to you. You know who you are. I'm a bit surprised by that. Yeah, there are things that pop up occasionally that just baffle you. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't remember. Something about, um, I think it was like the first woman to win one of the MOBOs or something like that was like last year. And then Mo- MOBOs? Uh, yeah, Musicians of Black Origin. Oh, okay. I think that's what, I think that's what it is. I'm going to just double check that <laughs> just in case I've got it wrong. But I think it's that. Yeah, oh, music of Black Origin. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Mobos, and a woman had never won it until last year, which was mental. Um, so yeah, that's a good bit of positive news, uh, I guess, given the current events across the world. What would you rate that one? Um, uh, I would. You called the last one an apple, so I don't know what you got. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, oh, I would give. I just. I'd say it's like wholesome, wholesome content for about time. Awesome content at about time. I like that. Yeah. Um, this one. So this next one is New Zealand declaring itself virus free. That's pretty impressive. So uh, New Zealand were finally able to embrace friends and family on Tuesday last week as the country's COVID restrictions were fully lifted. So that is fantastic news. Big up New Zealand. <laughs> you know. Um, so the the prime minister said that she did a little dance when she found out. Was it better than Theresa May's? Um, you'd hope so. <laughs> I'm going to um, see. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Jacinda. I hope that I pronounced that correctly. Jacinda Ardern, yeah, who is yeah. the president of New Zealand. Um, borders remain closed to foreign nationals, which is interesting. I mean, you but, want to keep the virus out? Yeah, I mean, that no. was... Yeah, there, there's been fewer than 1,200 COVID-19 cases in New Zealand and only 22 oh, deaths. I will say, is- I will say though, they, they don't have a massive city population. They obviously are a small country, but they did do very well on cracking down on it early. Yeah, and way to piss on the bloody positive news, Luke. This is the positive <laughs> news segment, and you're like, oh, whoa, it's a bit of, we're pretty small. Yeah, they, they haven't got any bloody COVID, mate. Get the cat excited. Anyway, rating is Samwise was the real hero of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Decent. Uh, and finally, last but not least, and where we're going to leave you for this episode of The Escape Room mm-hmm. is that studies find that being kind could make you live longer. Aww. How adorable is that? Doing altruistic acts such as volunteering could help us live longer. And that was... Uh, using research published by the American Journal of Preventive Medicine. Uh, It found that people over the age of 50 who volunteer for two hours a week have a substantially reduced risk of mortality, less chance of developing physical impairments, and an improved sense of well-being compared to those who don't. I like that. Which is just nice, isn't it? Sounds like we're going to live forever, Sam. 
Yeah, I mean, if, 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 based on that science, it sounds if like volunteering and giving back to the public is going to make us live longer. Then hopefully, this podcast will I, 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 at, least, I, at least put us on the right track. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's um, there's there's other ways to be kind and positive, and I, it's just about like spreading happiness and and who you are as a person. You know, yeah. in in doing gestures of goodwill, I I like that. You know, exactly. I, I did a gesture of goodwill last last week for my mate. He was he was on about this book that he wants. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the story before I tell you what the book is because I think oh, you'll no. you'll give you'll have a cracking laugh afterwards. So it's like he basically it's like he wanted it's, it's this book he's been looking at. It's for his coffee ta- like for like a coffee table sort of book that people can pick up, have a flick through, and and enjoy. You know, and it's a bit the vibe is it's only about 15 pounds and he was a bit sad when he lost when his offer for 10 pound on ebay got rejected and it's like money's going to be a bit tight for him when he when he does his um lpc because he's in his masters uh there's a number of months that he's obviously gonna have to be living in london high expenses without getting paid um so money's going to be a bit tight for him and it a bit sad when it's like he he didn't get it it wasn't much only 15 quid so so i bought it for him sent it to his girlfriend and, he, and she sent me a video when he opened it. It was like, he was pleasantly surprised, big grin on his oh. face. I addressed it to, I addressed it to like big Al last name. Um, yeah. and I was like, gave him a bit of a chuckle and he, he, he didn't believe it was me. And the look on his face was just nice and gratitude. Now this oh. book, Sam, it's a picture book about Soviet bus stops. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's what? It's a picture book about Soviet bus stops. People are paying 15 quid for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I paid 15 quid. I haven't seen it yet. Are you joking? <laughs> it, was, it was for me, it was just a gesture of good. He, want, he, he was after it, and that's our support so for him. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Right. I'm anyway, how, I'm conscious of how much time we have, but that is getting covered next episode. <laughs> I want to know more about that. Yeah, well, I don't I mean, care if no, I don't care if nobody else wants to hear about it. I want to talk Soviet <laughs> bus stops next episode. But uh, I yeah, I think volume, we're, we're, we're two guys. volumes, by the way. I only got in volume. Two volumes. Yeah. Oh, st- <laughs> you know what to get him for Christmas then. Oh, don't don't you just? Um, yeah. Anyway, review of that piece of news is. Um, everyone, needs, everyone just needs to donate to Goodwill. You know, that's a charity in America, isn't it? Charity shop. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, there's lots yeah. out there. Hashtag pay. pay hashtag one. pay it forward. Yeah. Pick one that matters to you and give it a little donate. Mm-hmm. You don't know what what amount of good you can do with the tiny amount of money that you give. So yeah, yeah I think we're going to call it there. Ladies yeah, and gents, I think we had. Pleasure. I think, uh, we had, I think you know what? I don't think we've. I think we've actually increased in quality without. Our, uh, our third musketeer, don't you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say at the start that we'd lost our weakest member, but kind of have to, really, at this you point. You know, it's, you know, the, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but I don't really know one. But, you know, you know those sort of, like, animals which they feast on the on the weakest link in order to survive? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, at the us. end of the day, if you're, if we're a herd of buffalo and there's one that's weak and limping at the back and slowing everyone down when and that when that buffalo eventually gets picked off by some tigers or whatever the herd moves a lot quickly yeah you don't you don't need to be faster than the lion you just need to be faster than the weakest buffalo exactly you know food for thought 
<laughs> but yeah, hopefully you, uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, yeah. I believe we're coming on to about an hour of uh, quality, quality content. Absolute, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I don't know why you're telling them how long it's been at the end because they they'd know so. Yeah, and I'll look like an idiot when I cut out like five minutes of it as well when I edit it. But yeah, um, been a pleasure, guys. And uh, yeah, we will catch you on the next one. See you later. Peace out.